Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. We are to tend first and foremost to our fellowship with God and let the fruit flow out of the fellowship. Let the faith rise up and flow out of the fellowship. Let the miracles come out of the fellowship. Let the healing come, because we know the miracle worker. Not because we know the principles. Listen, we, yes, know the principles, but they are no substitute for him. Can I, (laughs) there was a precious lady years ago when Ed and I lived in Tulsa. She was not mentally uh, as healthy. I mean, her mental capacity was limited. She was more like when you talk to her, and she was in her mid-50s at this time. When you talk to her, it was more like a nine-year-old. But we came home one day, and there was a flyer on our door And someone was offering, you know, wanting to get business as a housekeeper. And we needed one. So I contacted this person. And come to find out, this woman, she was in her mid-50s. She was not married at the time. She had been married before. And it was an abusive situation from what I understand. Because she just wasn't mentally mature, developed. But she lived with her sister and her, they were a Christian family and her sister was very, very sharp and precious lady because she, she let her live with her and just basically looked out for her. But she helped her print up these flyers and because this woman, she, she wanted to work, you know. And so we had her to come and we had her to help us there at the house and she was so precious. I mean, she would work. She loved Stephen. Stephen would have been maybe one or two at the time. And he had a little raccoon a puppet. And she would get on the floor with, by the hour with him and play with him with that little raccoon. She called him Cooney. And she would play by the hour with Stephen. And you know how precious that was to me. Because she loved what was important to me. She wasn't just there to earn something so she could get more of, you know... She was just a precious, precious lady. And you could tell that she wasn't mentally developed, but she was a a joy. And she, you know, God has a lot of jewels and treasures, you know. And um, she, she made a statement to me, and it just cracked me up one day, because one day I went into the bathroom, and she didn't just have the brush cleaning the toilet with it. She had her hand with a rag and had it. I mean, she was going through every crevice and turn of that, of that, of that toilet cleaning it. And I said, that, I don't even do that for my own house. You're going further than I go in my own house. And I said to her, I appreciate that so much. And she, met, she turned to me and she just, the sweetest, like not a tooth in her head so precious. And she said to me, just like the Bible say, a little soap and water go a long way. I'm not going to correct that. Are you kidding? That was precious to me. If that's the what, hey, I'm going to find that scripture. (laughs) 
But it was so, I mean, she was so heartfelt and that she was doing this based on the way the word would direct her and her concept of it. So precious. But one day she told me a story. And when her sister came to pick her up because she couldn't drive and her sister would bring her and pick her up. And when her sister came to pick her up, I said, is this story true? She said, Nancy, every bit of that is the truth. She said, our mother, and this is the story this precious woman told me. She said, remember, like I said, not a tooth in her head. And she just told this story. And when she talked, she just was so simple that it came out of her. Everything came out of her heart. Everything. She didn't even, she didn't know how to put up walls and put up learned ways of saying things. Everything just was so heartfelt. And when she talked to you, she just wrapped you in because everything was so sincere with her. And so she said, you know, Nancy, she said, one day my mama was living with us and she said she was dying and they took her to the hospital. And she said, I went to visit her one day and before I walked in the room, the doctors met me and said, I'm sorry to tell you, your mother's already died when she came to see her for that day. She had died before she got there. And she said, okay. And so she went in, and you know, as a child, she's not able to process maybe at all fully the way we would. And she walked, in, she walked into the hospital room, and she said, Mama, you don't belong here. She said, you don't want to die here. This isn't home. She said, if you want to die, come home. And she said, if you'll come back, we'll take you home. And then you can come back. (laughs) She said, her mom's eyes popped open. They took her home. They dismissed her. She lived another few weeks and then she died because they wanted, because Hazel wanted her to die at home where people loved her. And I thought, I don't care. This woman didn't know principle one, principle two, but she knew God. She had such a sincerity that faith was not a struggle. It was a simplicity thing with her because she knew him. She talked to him so simply. And I would sit and listen to this woman sing as she cleaned the house and talk to Jesus. And that was a Bible school class for me. Because when you heard her, she presented him. She didn't present principles. And it was just precious. Why? Because he makes himself available to all who believe. If you just believe, you don't have to know all the, the ins and outs. And that I'm not diminishing knowing. Knowledge is important. But what kind of knowledge is it that leaves him out? What kind of knowledge is it that focuses on something other than him? It's misplaced knowledge. Amen. And we have to be reminded of these things. You say, well, I just don't understand. You're you're preaching to the choir here, am I? (laughs) Revelations 2. Turn with me. Revelations 2. Don't ask me what's going to be preached tomorrow night. I have no idea. (laughs) Revelations chapter 2. 
verse 2. And I, again, I'm going to read out of the Amplified. Revelations chapter 2, verse 2. Of course, Jesus appears to John on the Isle of Patmos and says, give these churches a message. And he started with this church and speaking and says, I know your industry and activities. So Jesus was talking about what this church was producing. I know your industry and activities. Laborious toil and trouble and your patient endurance and how you cannot tolerate wicked men and have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves apostles, special messengers of Christ, and yet are not basically who they say they are, and have found them to be imposters and liars. I know you are, patient, you are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake. Now think of this, they're producing some things, aren't they? You have not fainted or become exhausted or grown weary. So these are all good things he told them that they were doing right. But this one charge, I have this one charge to make against you. That you've left, abandoned the love you had at first. You have deserted me. That's right. You deserted me. They were believing. They were standing. They were fighting the fight of faith but not from a place of him being the center of that. If you're not careful, you're occupied with the work, the work instead of the one who's the author of the work. Verse five, remember then from what heights you have fallen. He said that you've fallen. You think that you're standing. He said you fell and don't even know it. Remember then from what heights you have fallen. Repent. Change the inner man. Something on their inside. Their affection was put on something else. If you're not careful, your affection can be on your work. On the work of the ministry instead of the author of the ministry. Repent. Change the inner man. To meet God's will. What was God's will? That they keep the first love first. As well as the other things they were doing right. And do the works you did previously when first you knew the Lord. Listen to this or else. I will visit you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you change your mind and repent. So with all they were doing right, the very center of it was off. And was leaving undone. And because they were leaving the important thing undone, that which they were doing were of no, was of no value. Because he says, I'm going to remove you. I don't need a church like that. I don't need a church that looks like they're standing and looks like they're producing something, but I'm not even considered in it. And he says, I don't need a church like that. I will remove it. Because that doesn't represent me. It represents them and what they're working. Amen. Amen. 
Could I say this? He didn't want work done for him without loyalty to him. Does that make sense? Yeah. Don't love the one, don't love the work more than you love the one you're working with. Ephesians, then we'll close with this tonight. Ephesians chapter 3. Now see, we take all of these things that, these wonderful revelations that Paul gave the church, that God gave to the church through Paul rather, of who we are in Christ and what belongs to us, but let's not leave this out. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, the Amplified Translation. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, the Amplified Translation. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves. Not through your pastor's experience, not through your mama's experience. Can I tell you something, kids? Kids that were raised in my church and kids that were raised in your church, your parents' faith ain't your faith. And their commitment to God is not yours. You have to have your own love for God. You have to have your own love for God and you get nothing. Uh, you might can inherit somebody's possessions. You might one day inherit your, your dad's possessions, your mother's possessions, but you can't inherit their worth. You have to have your own worth. Amen. You have to have your own walk with God. Don't think because you were raised in the church that you're humdinger of a Christian. You have to hunger for God yourself. You have to reach and press for yourself, young people. Because if you don't, the devil's got, he'll, he'll, as, as Pastor Jay says, he'll bid high to get you. The devil will bid high. Amen. And it's a sad thing to see parents hot and on fire for God and faithful to their pastor for years and their children out just thinking that they're entitled spiritually to some things. Amen. We have to be sober about these things. We have to be sober. What's that mean? God offers himself to you, children. That you know him through experience. You don't just know him because your parents bring you to church. You know him through experience and you're never too young. God revealed the future of his prophet to a child named Samuel. He revealed the cause of the, of the prophet's undoing to a child because you're never too young if you're hungry. Amen. That you may really come to know practically, I love the phrase, through experience for yourself, for, through experience for yourselves, the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. Knowledge with experience or knowledge without it? You want to ride with the teenager who knows the handbook on the driving or the one who grew up driving that might not know everything in the handbook? <laughs> Acing the written test does not make you the safest person on the road. <laughs> right? It's the experience that matters. 
that you may come to know for yourselves the love of Christ, which far, surpa- far, far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. Look at this. This is what God's intent is for us, that you may be filled through all your being, through all your being, unto all the fullness of God may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. That's God's intent. That's God's intent. That's what he offers us. If we're not careful, we'll settle for principles and we'll settle for knowledge and leave out the experience. Verse 20. Who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. See, so many love that verse 20. But it happens because of verse 19. That you become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Not just flooded with principles. But flooded with God himself. The experience of him. Amen. Those ladies that you've been having problems in the female organs. Just reach up your hands and receive healing right now in the female organs, whether it's your womb, whether it's ovaries, whatever it is. If you've been, if you've been having pain or difficulties in that, with that region of your body, there's healing right now. Just receive that. Just receive that. We thank you, Father. Something in some, the back of someone's throat is being healed right now. Someone's being healed at back, way in the throat area. I don't know if there's an infection or what, but you're being healed right now. Raise your hand and receive it. It's so important that you respond in some way. When something is spoken, that you respond in some way. Because if you don't, if you don't, then he doesn't have your agreement until you respond. And it's your agreement that he's looking for, which is called faith, Right? Faith is simply a response to what he offers. Amen. We thank you, Father. There's somebody, you've had a a pain, it seems, it just almost like a a headband that's put on your head. It's like it travels uh, from one side of the head right over the top to the other side of the head. Uh, Just raise up your hands and receive that healing power right now. Receive that healing power right now. Receive that healing power. And then it seems like there's somebody with, if I could say this, it's almost like somebody has their hands around your head applying pressure to the head. And it's, it's affecting your mind. It's about your mind. It's not just about a headache pain. It's about your mind. And there's just been something, just had you, if I could say this, pressuring that mind. There's... There's freedom from it right now. If you'll just raise up your hand and say, I receive that help. I receive that help. Hallelujah. That anointing destroys the yoke. 
I said that anointing destroys the yoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, Pastor, well, do you need to lay hands on him? Well, if God told me to. But you know, the word says he sent his word and healed them. And when he called that out, that's the word he sent. When he had me to say that, that's the word he sent. All you have to do is receive it. Don't, don't, don't fall into the trap of thinking that hands have to be laid on you for something to happen every time. Thank God for that method. But that's not the only method. And we need to learn to receive through all the varied methods and not get locked into one. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your mind is free. Your mind is free right now. Your mind is free right now. Free right now. And I mean, those of you who are watching by live stream or some other avenue, uh, you join you join with us on this. Release your faith. Receive it. And it doesn't matter when this is aired. It could be aired if you're joining us live or if it's re-aired sometime. God's not limited to the clock and the calendar. It's faith. If you'll just release your faith, power will meet that faith. It doesn't matter what time of day it's shown. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now there's somebody, there's somebody else with that throat issue. You, you didn't release your faith. You didn't release your faith and God wants you to receive. So again, if you have anything, and I, I called out something in the back of the throat, but there's somebody there with that throat issue. You didn't respond as he wants you to because if you'll respond, that power will meet you. Hallelujah. That power will meet you. Praise the Lord. Something with somebody's scalp, a scalp condition that has been ongoing. Just raise up your hands and receive healing from that. It matters to Jesus. It matters to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother Joel Siegel, come up here and call out some, some conditions. God wants you to minister to some. Whether you lay hands on them or not is up to you. Yeah, arms and shoulders. Problems in your arms and shoulders. Start moving them right now. Yeah. Start moving them right now. Yes. Make movement. And in the movement will come the manifestation. Yeah. Hallelujah. Arms and shoulders. Glory Hallelujah. to God. And then knees, not just the front of the knees, the back of the knees. Yes. As yes. well. Start making movement. Yes. In the That's movement right. will be the manifestation. Yes. Thank you, In the Father. movement. Thank you, Make Father. movement right now. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank Father. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Yeah. Thank you. Pastor, look at it. Come up here. What's ever on your heart? Thank you, Father. And it's just coming in my heart about hearts. You yeah. have a heart condition. Hallelujah. Just receive that right oh, now. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Whether it's high blood pressure or something with your heart, just receive it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. And I also uh, hear Father. diabetes. If you have diabetes, just receive that now. There's power available Praise for you. The Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Craig, come up here. Call out what's in your heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Father. Digestion, problems with your stomach. Something's not thank right you, with Father. that. You can't digest that food right. Just put your hands on your stomach. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for healing power. Corrects that issue. They're able to keep that food down. They're able to process it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Just release your faith. That power is flowing right now. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible says we only know in part. So in the service, I give my part and God has a part through someone else. Amen. And everybody can bring their part. Pastor Mitch, come up and whatever's in your heart, call that out. Thank you, Father. God is healing teeth. Yeah. Someone is getting gold teeth. Someone is getting teeth fixed and teeth that weren't there. Mm, praise the Lord. It's a miracle. Amen. And yes. it's yours. Yes. Take it yes. now. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Edwin, come up here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Nervous conditions. Mm. Now, when I say nerve, a lot of times we think of nervous conditions as being, you know, anxiety and that sort of mm -hmm. things. We mm -hmm. just kind of generally mm -hmm. call that nervous system or nervous related. It could be that or actually something. I think it's something actually in your nerves, mm -hmm. a condition. Yes. It could be nerves affecting yes. your arms or your feet, yes. but there's a nerve condition. Just reach up right now and receive complete healing in your nerves, in your nervous system, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Dean Graves, come up here. Call out what's in your heart. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank Hallelujah. you, Father. Hallelujah. Someone with a liver problem, uh, a tumor in the liver. If that's you, just receive it. Hallelujah. Ah, ah. Hallelujah. Just receive it now in Thank the name you, of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pastor Jay, come up here. Whatever you have in your spirit. Praise the Lord. There's someone, and I don't know if I understand if this was because, excuse me, because of an operation. A strange thing that the Lord keeps saying to me, somebody's colon is too short. Mm. Like, and it might be because you had part of it cut out mm. or something. I, I, it was along the lines of what Pastor Craig had, but this seems to be more of the creative. So I just say in the name of Jesus, yes. that's replaced. And that, 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 that extension or that, whatever that, that needs to be created and added to their body so that they can absorb their food fully and get the nutrition they need in the name of Jesus. Then there's somebody, and I don't understand this one fully either because I don't know enough about anatomy, but uh, there's, there's a, like a, I would say a bone spur or something on your tailbone, down, down by your tailbone. I don't understand all that, but I release the power of God to heal your tailbone right now in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Thank you for it, Father. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank Him for it. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.